0: Hey, welcome back. Jeff Seppel sitting in for Alan Carter over the next few days. Thanks for listening uh, over the last hour. Lots to talk about, but of course we wanted to end on a high note, particularly for uh, dog lovers who are absolutely going to love this story. Uh, And that is because uh, our canine man's best friend coming to the rescue here in the midst of a pandemic potentially. uh, As I noted off the top of the program, um, a team of researchers in Germany has found a way to train dogs to sniff out COVID-19. Now, you know, we have known for a long time, of course, that dogs have pretty powerful schnauzes, uh, but uh, it, depending on the estimate, anywhere from up to 1,000 to 10,000 more powerful than our noses they are. Uh, Canine's keen sense of smell has helped to sniff out illegal drugs, explosives, missing people. And now a particular pack in Germany is lending a paw in the fight against COVID-19. These German researchers trained a team of military dogs to smell saliva from people with the virus. And to talk about that now a little bit more, we are joined online by one of the experts involved in that study, Dr. Albert Oosterhaus, Hope that's close, Uh, Dr. Oosterhuis. That was okay. Yeah, first try, not bad. Uh, (laughs) Who joins us now from Hanover, Germany. He is an expert and a professor at the University of Veterinary Medicine in Hanover. Uh, Dr. Oosterhuis, thanks so much for joining us on this. Uh, Great to talk to you about this one. So first off, just talk us through the study, what you found.
1: So basically what was done is materials, saliva materials, and and materials from the throat of patients who were Mm -hmm. hospitalized, were actually used to train the dogs. So the dogs were allowed to sniff material from these patients versus material from people who were not sick at all. And obviously we have to be careful there because that material can be infectious. So we inactivate that in, inactivated that in a special way that would not interfere with the possibilities to smell certain substances that would be there and so the dogs were trained for, uh, within about a week and after that week the dogs were uh, were actually tested for being able to to actually identify materials from patients and from from normal controls, and it's incredible the sensitivity and the specificity with which these animals were able, indeed, to sniff out the positive ones versus the negative ones. It was it was really uh, it was really quite interesting. I should immediately say this is was still a pilot study to see whether it's worth while to go that to go along that line at all to see if the dogs would be able to do so. But within a week of training, they were actually quite capable to do so and so they picked out the specificity was more than 90 percent and also the sensitivity was was also in that order of magnitude so that means it it matches quite well if if not it's better it may even be better than what the standard essays are doing so the idea is at the end of the day that with these preliminary data that we have generated to to actually have the option that that dogs could eventually, at airports or sports events or whatever, can sniff out people who are actually infected with the virus versus people who are not infected.
0: Yeah, amazing stuff. And uh, I want to pick up on one thing you mentioned there, just in terms of the the length of training that was involved. Just one week of training. I mean, how? what was your reaction to that? I mean, I, I mean early on in the pandemic, I heard suggestions that dogs were going to be trained in this way. But, I mean did you expect them to to be able to learn so quickly
1: yeah well uh, basically I'm a veterinarian but I have been a virologist for most of my life so a little bit away from from the daily practice of veterinarians but as a matter of fact I was quite astounded that within a week it's possible to train these dogs and then actually acquiring these 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 results with, with, with an enormous specificity and an enormous sensitivity obviously these are just the initial studies that we started. So what we want to do is more carefully determine exactly what are they sniffing out, what are the substances they are sniffing. And once we have that, we could be much more efficient in, in training dogs, even more efficient than we have been doing so far.
0: Right. And I I mean, you you mentioned in terms of the potential applications of this, obviously, your imagination can run wild. You have dogs at airports and shopping malls. I know Chile is a country that's looking to do just that, training its police dogs to work and sniff out COVID-19 in busy public spaces in the fall. Um, In terms of some of the limitations, though, I guess before we get ahead of ourselves, um, where were these samples taken from, were the, you know, especially the COVID-19 samples, I understand most of them were, if not all of them were from people who were pretty sick.
1: Well, they, they were all from people who were hospitalized. So, so of course, they were pretty sick. <clears throat> and the challenge is now, of course, can the dogs also sniff out people who have no symptoms but are excreting the virus? We know that the virus can be transmitted by, by people who are who haven't got any symptoms. We know that, especially in young people. Yeah, And the question is, would they mount the same type the same type of uh, substances for the dogs to sniff out. We don't know that. At least we can pick up now with the dogs. You can pick up people who are sick. Well, people who are sick, obviously, that's not what we are are most interested in. We are really interested in people at the very early stages, even when they have not yet got symptoms or when they have just starting symptoms. So basically, and as you said, it's it's quite interesting because I was mentioning airports, but also you could do that at uh, at sports events, at borders, but also at mass gatherings so that you pick out the people who are actually already in the early stages. Obviously, it's not easy to do that type of uh, that type of research. You have to collaborate quite closely with the with the clinical side, the the human clinical side there. And, and as a matter of fact, whilst we getting well whilst we getting the infection more and more under control, it will become more and more difficult to have test subjects. Obviously, but we we are definitely quite motivated to go on with the research.
0: Yeah, glad to hear it. I'd say there are uh, definite pooch potential uh, in that one and uh, begs further study, if you'll pardon a couple of terrible puns. Uh, Dr. Oosterhouse, thank you so much for joining us uh, here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Great work and look forward to uh, hearing future findings on this one.
1: Okay, it was my pleasure.